Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Greg, where are you at today? Well, I am in Heber City, Utah, where I got a second home just outside of Park City uh, two years ago. And after six months, my wife said she wants to make our second home our only home. And so I commute back to the office every four to six weeks or so. And that's back in Chicagoland office? Correct. Aqualand is uh, 40 miles west of downtown Chicago in St. Charles, Illinois, the water garden capital of the world. Nice. And when are you headed to Madison, Wisconsin for the big game? You heard that will be this weekend. My okay. first Buckeye game of the year. Go Bucks! A night game in Madison. That's a trap game. I The last time I was up there, uh, we lost that game. So I'm taking my father my two nephews and myself and looking forward to that game. And then I will be my next Buckeye game will be the best one of the year, hopefully in the big house up in Michigan. And last time you were in Ann Arbor, it was a heartbreaking loss on a chilly day, correct? Uh, that, the, that was the only time that I have been to Ann Arbor. I've probably been to eight games up there that we lost. And the only good thing was everybody stormed the field. So I zipped right out of there. I got back to Chicago. <laughs> And that was a blowout. I mean, that was embarrassing. You know, this is very interesting. I, I think there's a lot of business analogies, at least for my brain, that could be derived from football, college football, which I'm primarily a fan of, and uh, business. And Jim Harbaugh built his team uh, focusing on the offensive and defensive lines because he could not compete with uh, Ryan Day and Ohio State with the skill positions. And the last two years, the the lines have got it done, and our skill positions have not been able to overcome that. So it'll be very interesting to see in year three how Ryan Day responds. Yeah, and I remember that game, Greg. It was you were there. My little brother was there. It was snowing. It was cold. It doesn't matter if you have Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and those crazy wide receivers they had. If it's raining and snowing, you just run the ball, you know? Right, and maybe they were stealing our signals too. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so... uh Anything else you want to share about Ohio State? You're you're the most passionate Buckeye fan I know, so I wanted to let you talk Buckeyes. You know, I for me, it's a good therapy. I covet the fall. Many people covet the fall to sit in a, a deer stand. I'm not uh, so much of a that kind of a hunter, but uh, I can tell you I covet the couch and a fire and football on a Saturday. Uh, and so whether it's primarily Ohio State, but Big Ten and certainly college football in general, and now I'm out here in Utah, and my son is a Ute, and they're pretty good, too. And they just took down USC in a thriller. So it's just fun. It's good therapy, good to get a break from the grind. And uh, I just I, I covet the falls, and I covet, I, I covet college football. Is your son a student there? He plays on the football team at Utah. Oh, no, he does not play on the football team. I have always said that both my boys had their mom's butt and not their dad's. <laughs> so they were, they were uh, uh, high school cross-country and uh, – track runners and then my son actually did get a scholarship for a division three school but didn't like the uh the school so he transferred over his sophomore year to the university of utah and absolutely loves the utes and of course is still a fan of the buckeyes as well 
Is that weird, Greg, waking up on Saturday morning as a, a big noon kickoff here in the East Coast would be like 10 a.m., get your morning cup of coffee and the game already started. How's that? Well, what's really cool is that at 7 a.m. in the morning, you know, I'm watching college game day. <laughs> there you go. You know, so it's 9 a.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. And uh, I've been on college game day a couple of times now with my my Buckeye, my pond guys pick the Buckeye signs and I'm and I extend it on a fishnet and get higher than everybody else there with an extendable 20-foot fishnet. So I plan on doing the same thing this year with the anticipation that College Game Day will be in Ann Arbor in uh, November. I can guarantee you they'll be there. It'll be, it should be one versus two, um, we'll Ohio see, yeah. State, Michigan. Because Georgia, they I don't know how they're ranked number one, but they're, they're not that good this year. Yeah, it's a it, it's a team, right? And even if you have the talent, so uh, I think I think Michigan is looking like the best team right now from a blowout standpoint. And who they play, but they haven't played is. But Ohio State has played a couple of harder teams between you know Notre Dame and Penn State, so I think they've got more game tested, you know, obviously abilities. But they got a good quarterback up there this year too, which is something Harbaugh normally doesn't have in JJ McCarthy. So you know, this is why they play the game. Yeah, they're, they're definitely good. Well, I'm glad you get to go to all these crazy uh, environments, a, a night game in Madison, a, the biggest game of the year in Ann Arbor. That's that's awesome. Yeah, with my family, too. So it's fun. It's fun to have. It's fun to connect with my dad and my nephews and my my kids and my wife. All, all of us are all big supporters. Fantastic. Well, the, earlier in the spring, Greg, you called me and a very generous invitation to go to Shaq's uh, mansion, uh, whatever you want to call it, compound. Compound, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely world class what you guys have done to that property. So walk us through 1.0, 2.0 of 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 what you guys have done uh, at Shaq's house. So I first got introduced to Shaquille O'Neal about seven, maybe eight years ago now, uh, when he was in. He had a home in Orlando, uh, and went down there, um, met with his cousin, who's one of his his guys, and he ended up. Uh, finding us because one of our certified aquascape contractors uh, would always take once a week or so his uh, truck with all the aquascape logos and the fire in the waters and stuff on it through his drive-in um, car wash. And he said, this is interesting. What do you do? And they got to talking. And then of course this guy called, he said, my uncle would, or my cousin would love this. And that's how Shaq got introduced to the aquascape lifestyle. And so I went down there with Ed Ballou, the pond professor, and we designed a whole Water feature at Shaq's house. It was pretty cool. It's 56,000 square foot home. Got a full tour of it. And I remember sitting in his Jeep. I, had, I was driving a Jeep at the time. And the, the front seat is actually in the back seat. So I could just barely touch the steering wheel and the foot pedals. And we ended up, uh, he ended up selling that house. And when he was, you know, starting with Turner Broadcasting in Atlanta and uh, buying a house in Atlanta. And then even when he bought that house, he was said, I want to wait till I get my treehouse in and put the water feature around the treehouse. And Pete from Treehouse Masters went out there and built Shaq an awesome treehouse in his front yard. And then a year later, we came in with a bunch of artists of the year, certified aquascape kind of artists of the year. And we put in a massive front yard water feature, which to this date was probably the biggest five-day turnaround I've ever experienced. Everybody was, we had about 20 guys out there. Everybody was, you know, poetry in motion. They could finish each other's sentences. These were all recognized aquascape artists. And in five days, despite the weather with the rain, we did a $250,000 install in the front of Shaq's house. And that's fantastic. And then this year, you guys went back to to expand and add a golf course and another pond. Well, there's a lot of lessons that could be learned here in the landscape business. 
uh, when I first went there, the house manager, who was my primary point of contact, uh, wanted me to rectify a problem, which is not unusual, where they had a high level, a high groundwater area. And I said, no, 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 we don't want to put the pond there. That'll cause hydrostatic pressure with the liner. You'll be fighting algae problems with, you know, the inflow of um, uh, rainwater and whatnot. I said, let's move it up here close to the house in between the house and the treehouse. Shaq was on a Zoom call then, about a half hour Zoom call. And he said, yeah, I like the pond guy's idea. Let's go with that. And immediately that changed the dynamic of my working relationship with the house manager because I was no longer solving a problem for him, but I was doing what Shaq, what it was the right thing to do and what Shaq wanted. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we left, he hired a local contractor to come in and do what he wanted, which mm-hmm. was to dig out the area that was where the water would be uh, flowing. And it was a complete failure from day one, just like we had said it would be. That guy got fired, unfortunately for him. Um, and we came back, we, we told him we can't get back there last year. So it was this year that we were able to finally organize Shack 2.0, which was uh, artists again out there. And we basically took out a retention pond that didn't hold water and uh, put in a whole underground or underliner drainage system so that it wouldn't cause hydrostatic pressure and built him a retention pond in the front of his house. So now he's got two aquascape water features out there. The one that we originally designed and built and the one that we rebuilt that was poorly done by a misinformed or a, you know, bullheaded house manager and a contractor that was in way over his head. And at what point did the golf holes come into play? I'm a big golfer. So I, I appreciated the putt putt course, uh, around yeah, that was, that was Shaq's idea. Uh, the guy that did his sport court, uh, his basketball court in the back also does, uh, putting greens. Um, and, uh, Jay, it was the, the putting green guy and he ended up uh, coming in and putting in three different, what three different putting areas around the ponds that we built. And it's kind of a, it's basically a big kid's park, which of course Shaq is just a big kid. So it made, it makes perfect sense and fits the theme really well. And it made for a great video. Cause you, you, you and oh. Shaq bet a big 20 bucks. Um, I think you bet a hundred bucks, but it's 20 bucks. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny because, you know, it was the putting, which I had nothing to do with the putting greens. That was Jay. But of course, Shaq being Shaq's like, let's take on the pond guy in a putting contest. And of course we caught it all on film. And even though technically it was a tie, we let him pretend that he was winning because he's Shaquille O'Neal. Right. And uh, yeah, he's just a big kid. We've always enjoyed working with him. Um, he's been a gracious host every time we've been out there. Uh, there's more opportunities that will be certainly in the future with them out there. And, uh, it's fun to have a celebrity. He's probably, well, he's definitely the world's biggest aquascape celebrity out there living the aquascape lifestyle, uh, both figuratively, certainly, and literally as well. Yeah. And I think he's probably one of the biggest celebrities in the world. I mean, Taylor Swift is, is, is trending right now. Of course, Donald Trump's popular, but I'm real close to Taylor Swift, you know, the, <laughs> Six degrees of separation. I right. think that would probably be the biggest bang with all these Swifties out there to get her living the aquascape lifestyle. And I don't know if you noticed, I did a post on this, which was the beginning of this. She was on stage with a Koi um, a guitar playing. And I thought, let's make, let's turn that guitar into a reality. And that's where I started this. And this is kind of what I do, Paul. You know, I, I work with a lot of influencers as the CEO. This is my 30, well, I'm entering my 33rd year doing this. So you were still in diapers back then, I know. Uh, and I kind of work with different, uh, you know, celebrities out there and different, you know, started with my my build for Logan Paul back in 2017 when we went to Encino, California. And 
I said, if I'm going to build a pond, if I'm going to build a pond for one of the largest vloggers and YouTubers, I should start my own YouTube and vlogging. And wow. that's what I did basically right at the beginning of Logan Paul's build. And, and to this day, I'm in touch with Logan Paul. He lives in Puerto Rico in a rental right now, which is why I haven't built him a 2.0 version. But uh, he says, when I get a house, I'm definitely getting you guys back out here. So it's been a fun journey, uh, 30, 33 year journey, but in particularly the last five years as a vlogger uh, and getting to travel the world and showcase the world's greatest ponds. Yeah, and you incorporated our community at Logan, Logan Paul's because I remember Keith Calfis, Blake, was Stan Genetic yeah. a part of that as well? Yeah, you know, it was because because we were doing a full landscaping there and, you know, doing the whole thing. I invited a few, you know, green industry influencers. Uh, Stanley, by the way, uh, we built a pond at Blake's house. And we've also done a fountainscape over uh, at Keith Calfus's house. Um, and then Stanley's getting a big aquascape water feature at the next May um, in his house in Minnesota. So all three of those guys will soon be living the aquascape lifestyle. And we had a lot of fun out there at Logan's place. Yeah, me, I was in Blake's backyard and uh, we did a podcast and my producer was getting on me because the pond doesn't make for the best audio. So it's sitting there trickling yes. in the background. He's like, were you not thinking? And I was like, I wasn't thinking. He, he was yeah. able to, to make do of it. But yeah, I've been in Blake's backyard. Well, Greg, I wanted you to dive into your business intelligence because I was standing next to you and Shaq having this like heartfelt conversation. And he's basically like, what I like about you, Greg is that you've never asked me for anything. And he's and in return, Shaq was telling you that whatever you want, you can have, but you never, what I like about you is I'm sure people hit him up all the time for tickets or money or whatever. And you, you had the wisdom to not ask him for anything, but just serve him. So speak a little bit of, of what you've learned working with these A-list celebrities and, and your approach. Okay. Well, I said you threw me a little curveball there. I'm, I'm cool with pivoting and talking about that a little bit. Uh, well, uh, I believe full heartedly when you help others get what they want, you get what you want. So for me, it's not about uh, the dollars and cents or the money, but what can I do to provide value for these people? So, you know, and Logan Paul, for instance, who's actually a great guy, most of what he does, he's perfect that he's a WWE wrestler right now because that's very much, you know, Logan Paul, he's, he's an actor, right? And that's what he does. Uh, but his favorite thing now he said you know if i can have anything you know what do you get somebody that has it all he goes i like koi fish you know so he's become a hobbyist through this and you know Shaq, i would not say is a hobbyist i would say that he likes nice things but i could tell you his mom is her favorite place to be is sitting by that pond feeding the fish and you know what if uh, i could put a smile on shaquille o'neal's mom who lives in that compound you know every single day then i think that's going to be serving Shaq quite well as, as as well so to me it's not about what i can get but whether what i can give and then of course that philosophy hopefully will come back and honestly that's how i pretty much lived my entire life and so far so good with you know what comes around goes around very well said. And elaborating on Logan Paul, Taylor Swift, Shaq, like how do you, I mean, how do you get connected to, to these A-listers so um, effortlessly, it seems like? Well, um, it's not effortlessly, but sometimes it is. I mean, I, the, you know, the certified contractor in, in Orlando reached out to me because of the car wash. Uh, Shaquille or uh, Logan Paul did a, a podcast or did he, I shouldn't say that, he did a uh, uh one of his vlogs where he had just bought his home in Encino and said, I want a koi pond back here, just like the one I grew up with in Ohio, because he's a Northern Ohio boy. And as soon as he said that, I knew who Logan Paul was, but I didn't really follow Logan Paul back then. And boy, my phone blew up. I had at least 15 or 20 people within that day. Hey, you see Logan Paul wants a koi pond. 
And so now, so now how do you get connected? Just because some guy says it out, but I knew somebody that knew him, which is so often the case. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden, use our price increase letter. and What happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change. So we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%. And um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2. And we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that say that one more time. $200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here. And in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly for the past five years naylor taliaferro has been working on something special for the lawn and landscape community something that's never been done before an event that will change your business your creativity and possibly even your life the lcr summit is a two-day event chalked full of master classes taught by the best in the community it is the live event of live events. Seating is limited to keep the classes engaging and so everyone gets a chance to participate. Go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description for full details. Speakers include Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, Paul Jameson, Marvin Salcedo, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, and some guy called Mr. Producer. That's right. I can't wait to see you at the LCR Summit. With Brian Barczyk, uh, who uh, has his own book, YouTube channel with 5 million subscribers out of Detroit, who's a reptile guy. And I had seen Brian on uh, Logan Paul's show when Logan has done some things with some large snakes and stuff. So I reached out to uh, Brian Barczyk, who I've also collaborated with and built a pond for, or multiple now, but back then just wanted his house and wanted his, at his reptorium. And he connected me with Logan Paul, uh, sent Logan Paul my, my, my information. And within 24 hours, Logan Paul had contacted me. Within 48 hours, I was in Encino, California, Designing a pond for Logan Paul that six weeks later with Stanley Dirt Monkey University and Keith Kalpas and Blake's, uh, um, we were all there and we built it. And so connections, knowing people that could connect. So the whole Taylor Swift thing, I built a pond for Blake's Exotic Animal Ranch down in um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And his buddy is one of the uh, um, associates of Taylor Swift. You know, so connections. Mm -hmm. That'll be a big one, Greg. That'll be a big one. Fingers crossed.
<clears throat> so what were the uh, problems at Shaq's uh, and how, how'd you guys overcome? I, I know there's a lot of uh, twists and turns with 2.0. So, you know, Ed the Pond Professor, you know, he's my longest teammate at 30 years, three decades. He's the one that I really, you know, when I, well, when they did what we both told them not to do, which was to go in the low part of the property where it always gets runoff, uh, he was the one that designed the solution to it, which was an extensive solution because we use a million pounds of stone on top of that liner to hold it down and a um, under liner drainage system. So Ed designs that stuff. You know, he's the professor. He's the pond professor. The challenge was that we had to rip everything out that had been put in, un install the under uh, liner drainage system, and then, of course, rebuild everything back up. And then, of course, no good deed goes unpunished. We finished on a Friday. Um, we were going to have the hydro seeding guys come in on a Monday, but it was raining. That they, they said they'll come in Tuesday, but it was raining, so they said they'd come in Wednesday. But guess what? It was doing on Wednesday, Paul. Pouring down rain. I live down here. I remember pouring down rain. So finally, it stopped raining on Thursday, but there was too much mud out there, so they had to wait for it to dry. So on Friday, they got it hydro seeded. On Saturday, we went to film it, went to reveal with Shaquille, who was coming in from a vacation, you know, basically just really to to film this little episode with us and see his see his new water feature, which was a completely brown filled with all the runoff from the rain. And that's the only video that I was able to shoot. We were originally going to try to go back there and meet out there, but then I had to cancel my trip down to Atlanta because something came up. So this is why we're doing this podcast now. And of course, the water right now is crystal clear. Everything cleaned up because now the hydro seeding has taken place. You know, the, the lilies and plants are growing. And I just said, well, I'll be out there next May. So maybe we'll do uh, maybe when I come out in May, we'll meet out there. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Was there anything we're leaving out here, Greg, about about 2.0 or anything else you want to you want to impart? Um, to, to well, you don't know. I mean, so for Aquascape, you know, it's just like a celebrity endorsement. If we can get these guys not only, uh, you know, letting us film and shoot and video with them, but also whatever posts that they might make, you know, next to their pond or with it in the background as they're doing something like that. You know, Shaquille O'Neal is one of, you know, if you want to tweet about your business, if you could even get him to tweet about your business, it's a $50,000 tweet. So these are extensive, um, you know, these don't, these don't help, these builds don't happen overnight and pulling them off. We had people come all the way from Australia for that build, you know, a lot of, a lot of effort and moving parts, but it all comes together. Um, we had nine regional events this year for Aquascape. My last one is coming up in two and a half weeks right now. Actually, Ed, the Pine Professor is there right now at Bama Bass. Not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's right around a million subscribers. And um, Stephen is an electrical uh, engineer that uh, is a huge bass fisherman and built himself a five-acre bass lake that we're putting in uh, a water feature alongside of it that he could film because the bass lake isn't clear. And I built him a pond about five years ago with Ed for uh, two pet bass that really started off his whole channel. And it's just been growing ever since then. So it's fun to work with these influencers. Uh, you know, we were doing one with Brian Barczak, which I had mentioned earlier for his new uh, Legacy Aquarium in Detroit. We did another one for Adrian Grenier, uh, Vinny from Entourage earlier this year. And so these events are a lot of fun for uh, the certified aquascape patterns and people trying to become certified and learn more about this to attend. Uh, like I said, that will be on our ninth one coming up here at Bama Bass. Uh, and then every other year, um, I do pandemonium in person. So this uh, August, hopefully you can make it. We'll be doing pandemonium in Chicago at Aqualand. 
and probably have seven, 800 people come into that. It's the world's largest gathering of pond professionals. Uh, we'll do a few collaboration builds, like I just mentioned, and the May Stanley Genetic from Dirt Monkey University. We have uh, another one for Arms Family Homestead and another one for Laura from Garden Answer, which is someone that we haven't even talked about, which I call her the digital Martha Stewart. And she's out of um, um, just on the border of Idaho and Oregon. And we've done 2.0 projects for her. So uh, in July, we were there with a bunch of uh, artists as well, putting in one for the probably the biggest digital digital person out there with four million followers on Facebook and almost two million on YouTube. And when we do that, it really exposes creates demand for our products, which is obviously the things that I sell that create the Aquascape lifestyle. So collaborations like that, when we get to work with people that have big influences are good for the Aquascape brand, which is good for our customers that we support. And so it's just a win-win. They get a water feature and we get the brand recognition and the contractors get the jobs that we were able to jump up from that. You've been doing this for 30 years, but how did starting the YouTube channel and, and being a content creator and influencer yourself, how has that uh, affected your business? Well, it's been it's been a huge personal investment because I don't work on my business. I mean, I work in my business. I work on my business. So I'm constantly creating this content that will help grow it. Uh, it started with really that Logan Paul. I mean, I had done a little bit of Facebook and a little I didn't even have Instagram or TikTok back then in 2017. But that was the impetus to say these are this is the new way of kind of marketing and influencing, you know, and and, and working with followers. And so he was the impetus. And that has evolved where we have a whole social media department pretty much right now where we have multiple channels. So we have four channels where we're almost on our fourth silver play button. So we I don't know too many people with that. You know, I know people that have, you know, millions on their primary channel, but we have four channels. My channel, Greg Whitsock, the pond guy is all about showcasing the lifestyle. So which is why I was going to go back to Shaq's how it, you know, a couple months after, see it clear and everything. Add the pond professors, the science. Team Aquascape is the how-to, mm -hmm. and then the Aquascape corporate channel, which is the last one that's almost at 100,000. So we'll have four channels with over 100,000. I think mine's 540,000 or something like that now. Uh, that's, the, that's the biggest channel. Uh, but we've got over four and a half million followers now on all of our TikToks and Instagrams and everything else. And of course, the goal with this is not only to certainly reach new contractors with the opportunities with water, which I'd love to talk about, uh, but also to drive demand for our products because most water features that I see are pro not properly installed and most guys who are installing them aren't making the kind of money that they should be making because it's a one-off thing versus something that they do on a regular basis. So I'm trying to get those one-off guys to be successful on their first project. And of course, more people to become more uh, specialists with water features as well, which is what our certified aquascape contractors do. Where do you have those silver plates hanging up at? Well, the three of the four, the fourth one is hopefully coming soon, uh, are right in our retail store at Aqualand. So we kind of want to promote that to the local market and, of course, anybody that comes. So, yeah, all three of those are there. The latest one that we just got was Ed the Pond Professor. Um, and that was really, I think, the impetus on that one was the, the build-up to the Shaquille O'Neal. Because when you're able to you know, gain a lot of views, it gains subscribers as well. And, of course, the best views that we've ever had are when we do a collaboration with an influencer. Absolutely. Well, this episode is going to come out after the Wisconsin game, game Greg, but bef well before the Michigan game. G give me your prediction on, on how Marvin Harrison Jr. And, and Ryan Day and the boys do the rest of the season and, and how, how far into it do you have them going or winning it all? Well, 
as you know, Luke Fickle, a former Buckeye that was there when I was an undergraduate at Ohio State. Uh, he's the head coach now, but he's in a first-year rebuilding program out there in Wisconsin. So I think we're going to be favored probably by two touchdowns, if I had to guess. Of course, when you're in a hostile environment and, uh, you know, you never know. But Marvin Harrison is the man. I predict him to – he's now – the leading candidate for the Heisman uh, after we saw what happened uh, with USC and Caleb Williams getting destroyed once again by not both Notre Dame and Ohio State beat and uh, uh, Utah, which my son goes to school at. So I think Barbara Harrison has got a shot for, for he, he really can't stop him. He's like an NFL. If he was an NFL wide receiver right now, he would he right be right around a top 10 wide receiver. Absolutely. And he's in college. So <laughs> You know, it, it they, looks unfair out there. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we don't have the best quarterback. He's a first year starter. He's a good quarterback. But when he's got that kind of a resource, the announcers kept saying um, during the Penn State game, they kept saying, hey, these teams are equally matched. But one has got Marvin Harrison and that's a difference maker. In my Oops. Where did he go? You, you there, Greg? We lost your audio for a second. You back? Yeah, somebody was calling me. Oh, I got you. We, we got your back. So you said uh, Mar- it's unfair. The teams are equally matched, Ohio State, Penn State, but number 18 is a difference maker. Yes, sir. That's that's what I think. So I predict uh, they went out uh, until we get to the Michigan game, and I think it's going to be a battle. And uh, boy, oh, boy, uh, it's going to be tough, but that's why they play the game. You sound like a politician. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> it, it really could. On the road, we'll see. And, 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 and we'll see how injuries play out, too, because if they don't have J.J. McCarthy because he gets injured, you know, it's a, and, and who's going to be injured from our side? So that's why they play the game. Yeah. Well, enjoy. I, I always like uh, watch. I mean, I've never been there, but I watch on TV the fir- first fourth quarter. They start jumping around. They play that jump around song. Yes. In Wisconsin. Yes. That looks like a fun environment. And then I've never been to an Ohio State Michigan game at either place, but going to the big house when they're ranked number one, being undefeated. I mean, that, that place is going to be electric. It it is it's it's the biggest stadium in all of football, the biggest stadium in all of all of the country, 110,000 people. So it's incredible. Cool. Well, I, I really appreciate your time, Greg. And if you come back to the ATL uh, next spring, give me a shout. I'd, I'd love to, um, you know, get some more footage from that incredible build you guys did. And and who knows what other memories you got. Shaq making that putt. You couldn't have scripted that better. Although you're right, because I, I watched the whole tape back. It was you were up by one. So all he did to make that putt was tie. But tie. you didn't want to ruin the moment because he was feeling it. It was, it was fun. So, yeah. So yeah, we got to get you out for pandemonium next August. You said you don't want to come in the wintertime to Chicago because you are a warm blooded Southern Southern boy now down in, in, in Georgia. Uh, but you know, we have uh, a number of advanced academies and standard academies. So I personally will be back for all of them. So Ed, the pond professor and Brian help Ed, Ed does, you know, his science and estimating class, uh, Brian Helfrich does his design in sales class. And then I do my orientation into the water feature business class. And we do that, you know, in January, February, March, every winter. And I look, I look forward to it. So mine are people that are really getting their feet wet, getting new into it. 
Uh, so for me, it's good to, you know, introduce and baptize these guys into the, to the business of water features. And then Ed and Brian are the best in the world in the space. Like literally these two guys has been with me for 30 years. Brian's been with me for 28. Uh, nobody has sat at more kitchen tables and designed more backyard layouts than Brian Helfrich. And there's not a better guy when it understands the chemistry and the science than, than Ed the Pond Professor, who's got a degree in limnology. And that's how you build an organization. You, you know, find people's strengths and you let them run with it. And both Ed and Brian are the top in the world. And and this is a little bit like, you know, when you help other people get what they want, you get what you want. You know, those guys, I've kind of let them kind of script their own careers at Aquascape uh, where they fall into. And I, the best way to learn something is to teach it, which is why I like doing a podcast like yours right here. So thanks for having me on it because, you know, I get the greatest satisfaction in life comes from helping someone else reach their fullest potential. Mm. And so to, to see when I have a guy that comes in there and he used to be a uh, like Bill Seeds, a chef that, you know, listened to our vlogs every single night and watched them and learned the business and decided to start part time building ponds and full time being a chef. And then all of a sudden, you know, he sells his car so that he can go full time into the pond business. And then this year becomes the Northwest aquascape artists of the year regional winner for the work that he's done like that brings me a lot of pride you know and seeing guys like that that have had career changes or people that are burned out you know so many contractors are competing with every tom dick and harry doing hardscapes you know and competing on square foot size or doing um you know trees and plants based on caliber size when you sell art which is what this is uh, you could charge whatever you want to charge for it and you can make way more money by installing art but the key Paul and what really made Aquascape Aquascape was defining a system. So for me, every water feature is a unique work of art, one of a kind custom creation, but the process to build it remains the same. And so when you can do that, you could train a crew and you could get the guys that go out there that know what they're doing because they've done the same thing. They're not thinking about the filters, they're not thinking about the pumps, they're just focused on the creativity of the design. And then they could charge for that. You can make a higher gross profit margin installing decorative water features than any other form of landscaping. And kind of the key with the other forms of landscaping, water features need a hardscape, they need patios, they need nightscaping, mm -hmm. they need plant material to be a water garden. And so when you do that as a contractor, you're creating the need for future work. And so the goal with my business is to help people succeed. And I wanna make sure that they take a albatross, which is typically what a water feature is. For instance, what the guy did at Shacks, the landscaper, doing what the customer asked them, which is the first rule of business, do not give a customer what they ask for when it comes for water features, give them what they want and to do things properly, then you could become successful. And so these are all the principles that over 30 year period, three decades, I've been re refining and teaching. And of course, the best way to learn something is to teach it. So every time I do a new class and answer someone's questions, I'm learning with a new idea, getting a new inspiration about how to help them. And that's what gives me fulfillment and why at 53 years old and my 33rd year in business can still have as much enthusiasm as I did when I was a 21 year old kid starting this. That's a great story, Greg. And how can people connect with you? Well, it's Greg Whitsock, the pond guy on Instagram with DMing on Instagram is the easiest, of course. Uh, Facebook, 
Um, and then, of course, just Aquascape Inc., you know, just following any of the team Aquascape blogs and whatnot. And then, you know, if you just Google AquascapeTraining.com, you'll see not only the in-person classes at Aqualand in Chicago, but the online university. You know, we have a whole online university where many, many hours of Ed and Brian talking on camera and then actually breaking down specific projects. We're the only manufacturer in the world of water feature equipment that is in the field building and maintaining water features. Everybody else says, buy my widget. We'll talk about the widgets as a means to an end, but the end is the aquascape lifestyle, and the end is basically trans. You know, Shaq does not want to talk about what size pumps he has, <laughs> right. lives and everything. Else. He wants to see that his mom is out there with crystal clear water feeding the fish. So we don't really we we don't we have cert- have, certainly have all that information, but I don't want to talk about buying my widget. What I want to do is create the demand for my widget and have people call you and up and say, "Can you build me a pond?" And then when you build that pond to be profitable, have the highest gross profit margin on that water feature, and then sell a patio next to it sell the lighting with it and do the rest of the stuff that most conductors are very capable of. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Greg, for uh, being flexible and, and hopping back on the show. And, and uh, thanks for letting me go to Greg's house. My dad and cousins are all like, how'd you get a picture with Shaq? And I'm like telling him about Greg Woodstock. Like, you know, I just so generous of you to include me in that, in that wild reveal party day. Well, we'll be out there next May, so we'll certainly connect with them. I'll, I appreciate you having me on the podcast, and go Bucks! Cool. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Paul. Always a good time catching up with my boy Greg Whitstock out there. Now in Utah. Used to be chatting to him when he was in Chicago, but uh, as you heard, he's a big Buckeyes fan and uh, definitely passionate about ponds, that's for sure. So hopefully next year uh, it will all work out. And Mr. Producer, you can uh, join Greg and and myself at at Shaq's house. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, We had plans. We're going to go there. Uh, Mr. Producer and and Greg, myself, uh, you know, see Shaq's pond. It's really, really, really amazing pond. Uh, I love golf, so I just, I like the putt-putt course around Shaq's house. It's pretty sweet. But uh, that'll be cool if that works out next year because I know you, you're a big LSU Tiger guy. Oh, SEC in general. You like Alabama, Georgia, LSU. You like them all. <laughs> but And I'm the same way with the Big Ten. But uh, I'm hoping you get to see it for yourself uh, because it's great. Uh, we will have that video uh, interview with Greg, and I'll have some B-roll footage of, of Shaq's house from the first time I went there uh, coming soon to our YouTube channel, Green Industry Podcast over there. So, I've been publishing the episodes, uh, video format over to the Green Industry Podcast on YouTube. So um, hopefully you guys can check out that channel. And uh, also want to let you know, it's coming up soon. The 2024 Lawn Care Life Conference, baby. We're going to be headed to Matthews Manor, which is the Creole's 100 acre property there in Springville, Alabama. Uh, You can reserve your seat online. This event should be selling out. Uh, There's only room for 300 seats uh, because it's uh, a smaller, it's not small, but it's, it's for a wedding uh, venue. Uh, It's it's designed for weddings. The venue is, and there's a cap at 300 people uh, because that's the size of the room and fire marshals and all of that. So if you want to join Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, Naylor, Talia Farrell from LCR Media, uh, Caleb and Brittany Almond uh, from the Kid Contractor Podcast and Almond Landscape LLC, uh, YouTube coach Jeremy Vest, uh, Jason Creole, myself. Uh, we'll have many other folks there. We're going to be talking about how to get off the truck um, if you're interested in, in working on your business and not always in your business. Uh, we'll be talking about marketing and route density. Um, Alan Haynes is going to share his fresh perspectives. He's really got a pulse on the industry. 
on all of this wave of electric and robotics and all that trendy stuff. Um, Alan definitely is ahead of the game with all that. So we're going to hear his thoughts on that. Uh, Of course, Jason and I are going to be there. Uh, Jeremiah Jennings, we're going to do a session on knowing your numbers. So I'll have more details on that, Uh, but it's going to be a great show. So uh, again, it, it should be selling out, um, 2024 long care life conference. And so if you want to uh, reserve your seat, uh, you can click on the link in today's show notes or head on over there to lawncarelife.com forward slash conference. I think it'll be easier just to click the link in the show notes. So, uh, do that, but we'd love for you to join us. Uh, yeah, good point, Mr. Producer. It's a Friday night, February 23rd. Uh, we'll have dinner. Uh, we'll have some smooth jazz, or I'm not sure what we got. We got a live band coming, uh, from what I understand. Uh, low expectations. I don't know. Jason, Jason's like, I got a buddy who's in a band. He's going to play music for our dinner. I was like, all right. So we'll see. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to have, uh, I think, a keynote speech that night, uh, reception, just kind of hang out. Uh, and then all day Saturday, we'll be having speakers. We'll be having ride and drive hour. Um, again, there's 100 acres, so we'll have uh, mowers and power equipment and all kind of uh, things for us to, to ride around, uh, outside and, uh, on a hundred acres. Um, and then, uh, we'll be having breakfast for you, lunch and dinner on Saturday. So basically, uh, the Creoles family, uh, and they do this, you know, weekend and week out at their wedding venue there, um, with their catering and all that, uh, they're going to have dinner for us on Friday, breakfast, lunch, dinner on Saturday, February 24th. So I went to this event as an attendee, uh, the last time Jason had it, it's a family atmosphere. I had a th- I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. It was fantastic. And uh, this year, I'm thankful Jason's asked me to kind of help him co-host the event and organize everything. So uh, hopefully you can join us in Sweet Home Alabama. Reserve your seats by clicking on the link in today's show notes. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.